What's up, guys? It's Agent26 of Agent26Beats.com, and I am back with another episode of the Turning Artists into Entrepreneurs podcast. Now, today's episode is unique because today I want to talk about a phenomenon that hits every young creative, not necessarily young in, in age, but young in process. And that idea is the are they sleeping on me theory. Uh, it sounds different depending on who you talk to, but ultimately it's, it's the same thing across the board. We worry and we get concerned, not so much that where we are or, or that what we can be, our potential, that's not really what diminishes us. I think it's the people or lack thereof that show support for what you do off jump. So we're going to talk about that right after the commercial break. Okay, so we're back. Uh, now, the thing I want to really talk about with this is that I think, to me, the hardest thing to overcome is feeling like people aren't paying attention to what you do. This job, working as a, as a creative in music, whether that's writing, um, singing, producing, engineering, working as a creative, it's, it's tough because music is a collaborative process. You know, you have to be able to work well with others. There have to be others for you to work with. And I think it's easy to get very discouraged when those others don't present themselves. So today I wanted to just share some things that I've noticed are helpful for me in those in those in those times. And I, some things that are not helpful for me in those times. So uh, first, we'll talk about what is helpful. So like when I when I have those moments where I feel kind of you know low about what's going on I feel like people aren't really you know uh showing me the respect that I feel so entitled to have um we all have these moments but I think in those moments in those times when, when they come the number one thing I try to do is just pause the main thing is just to try to give myself some space to observe what I'm really feeling and examine it. I think a lot of that comes from paying attention to what other people are doing and not driving that self-care back towards yourself. And sometimes you have to nurture your own ego. You have to nurture your own uh, presence and spirit to keep it uh, revitalized. Uh, Very rarely are people legitimately going out of their way to make you feel small it's typically something that's felt internal and only felt internally. Uh, it's, it's very rarely somebody saying, hey, you, you're going to be nothing. And then it happens. We usually make these decisions on our own. So the first thing is just to pause, just to give yourself a moment to just relax, breathe, and examine. Examine what you're saying about yourself. Examine what you're saying about your craft and the work that you're doing. You may be surprised to find out your biggest hater is you. And I think that that is a, is a tough pill to swallow because we want to feel like there's an external force. But really, we can be our own worst critics. It's just a fact of the matter. Uh, another thing that I, that I do that I think is really helpful for me is that I will 
uh, get away from making things. And this can be extremely beneficial. So when you, when you can step away from being creative and from operating in the creative process, I think it gives you a lot of time to look at things from a bird's eye view, see where you're really at, objectively measure what's going on, determine what you're really passionate about and pursuing that. You know, I definitely thought like when I first in, entered the market, you know, I was trying to make a certain kind of music because I wanted to have a certain kind of results. You know, it's that science of achievement that Tony Robbins talks about so often where I was literally just trying to em- copy the formula and embody the principles of those who were already successful. And while that's admirable and, you know, you, you, you do your best to, you know, to get there, there are some things that just cannot be emulated, like results. Uh, it's it's kind of hard to copy someone else's results, even if you copy their process. Um, think, think the things that work for certain people are what work for them, and we are not all blessed to have the same results. Yeah, I think we we assume that working in business of any kind is a lot like having a cookbook, right? Where if I give you the ingredients, if I give you the heating and cooling times, if I tell you what seasonings to use, we'll all come out more or less with the same dinner. Uh, it doesn't work like that. It, it, it really doesn't. There's a lot of misconceptions. There's a lot of smoke and mirror that happens. And I don't mean to sound like a cynic, but what I am saying is that there's always more to someone's success than what you may or may not be seeing. So uh, I think it's very, very important to just have that awareness and then learn to step away, whether that is doing your favorite thing, watching movies, hanging with your lady or, 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 or your man, uh, you know, going out on the town, taking yourself out on a date, buying some new clothes, whatever works for you, try to get away from the creative process and give yourself that space. Because many times when we're being tough on ourselves, it's because we got our nose pressed right towards what we think uh, is most important. And many times, uh, that can be a distraction for us. So the last thing that I'll say to do that I believe is really helpful if you're feeling like people are sleeping on you and that you know you that you're not getting where you wanna where you wanna be, write down what you've done. This can be an incredible way to recap your year, your month, even your week or your day, depending on you know just just how what what kind of catering you need for yourself. Write it down. You know, I, I made a point myself like, you know, the online, you know, beat selling industry is uh, alive and well, um, but we are not all actively a part of it in the way that we would like to be. Um, there are young men and women that are making, you know, $30,000, you know, uh, in two months, you know, doing this. Um, and then there are those people who, haven't made $30 this month doing it. And based upon those numbers, you're like, well, one guy is clearly better than the other. There's a lot of factors there. And I think what's most important is that you don't measure your success and your value in what you're doing based upon results that you can't control. Because the person who's making maybe 10 bucks in a month 
selling their instrumentals could have a hot month next month. They could pay, put like $500 in the promo and then have a really hot month versus that person who made the 30,000. Sure, they've made 30,000, but they got to go through the whole tax thing and then it becomes something else. And then they have to reinvest those earnings, pay for the lifestyle that they have. They may not actually net 30K when it's all said and done. And then they could have a down month right after that. You know, so there's a lot to, to consider. You, we're smarter when we're measuring ourselves by the things that we actively do. So uh, to give an example, just for more context, uh, I uh, was following a producer online, and I still follow this producer, um, and I saw that she was posting the number of songs she made that were produced commercially. And she would publish the number of tracks that, you know, she had been a part of. And I thought that was fascinating. It's like a, it's like a yearly thing, the number of projects that you've done. Because you can control that, whether you're a, a singer, a rapper, or a songwriter, or a producer. You can control how much work you're putting out. You can control how many videos you're, put, you're putting out. I can control how many podcasts I'm making. And... If I said at the end of the year for 2019, I want to have 52 podcasts, right? That's one per week. And I want to have, let's see, I've made two albums already this year. Uh, Let's say I wanted to make six albums for the year. I want to produce three songs. Like those are concrete goals. And I may even use that. I don't know. But, But those are concrete goals that I'm in full control of. Now, What makes these so important and so impactful is that no one can stop me from obtaining these goals. No one can physically stop me but myself. I have all of the power in the world. Now, if I say, oh, well, my year won't be a success unless uh, Big Sean uh, and I become good friends and I get to produce on his next album. By the way, that would be awesome. I would love to produce for Big Sean. But that's a bad metric for success. That means I could sell $100,000 in online beat leases. I could uh, get a platinum plaque with Lil Pump, but just because I didn't work with Lil Sean, the years of failure, right? So the metrics that we choose uh, can be really unhealthy, and we have to be extremely mindful of that. Okay, so uh, let's jump into some of the things that are unhelpful (laughs) when you feel like people are sleeping on you. Number one thing is taking it to social media. Most likely you feel like you're behind because of social media. You may feel like people are sleeping on you because you see other people getting accolades and love and support on social media. The worst thing that you can do is to go on social media and then continue to look. Maybe you need a break from it. Because we're kind of like mainlining (laughs) likes, love, and support. And it's easy, man. It's easy to fall into that trap of looking at people who have things that you want to have and feeling like you are, that we are less than because of it. It's that comparison thing. Or maybe there's local artists in your city that work with other people instead of you. And you've actually made a point to attempt to work with those people. It's, 
it can be hurtful. It can be very painful. But I think that it's a longevity game. You have to stay in the barbershop if you want to get a haircut. And again, you change your metrics. Your metrics for success should not be this other person who's of their own free will doing something that's in my best interest. And when you think about it that way, it's like, oh, okay. It's much easier for me to pull out, pause, uh, of that thinking and <laughs> and do what you need to do uh, for yourself. So uh, the first unhelp- unhelpful thing is just to be, don't get on social media. If you're following people that um, may make you feel insecure about what you're doing or who you're with or whatever, it's just like a life thing in general. If you feel weird about unfollowing them, Instagram has a mute button. Twitter has a mute button. Facebook has a follow button. And you can mute these posts or unfollow these posts while still staying friends with them. And you don't have to see the things that are going to make you feel bad. Having an online presence is vitally important in our business, but it shouldn't be there to make you feel like crap. So uh, that's a big one for me, and I, and I, and I hope that that's one that you guys um, are able to overcome as well. Another unhelpful thing uh, that you really have to watch out for is accusing the people that do support you for sleeping on you. Um, this is really dumb. And I, it, it, it's like going to your wife and being like, I just don't feel like you really love me. I don't know. I just, I can't tell. What? That didn't make any sense. And I think it's the same when people do not have to do anything when it comes to online anything. No one has to listen to your stuff. Nobody has to share, repost, comment, any of that. None of that's actually required. So when people do and, and you see someone who's consistent in doing it, that's not the person to go complain to them when people don't F with you. Because that person now feels like, well, br- well, buddy, I'm here. Like, I clearly like what you do. Telling me about how, how many people don't mess with you makes me feel like I shouldn't be either. So that is also the wrong way to look. And, and just no one's, no one's ever shuffled around and said, you know what, he's right. People don't really F with him. Let me... Let me just start doing it. Like, no, nobody, nobody's ever done that in the history of life. So that's nothing to be mindful of as well. The last thing I'll say that is super unhelpful about asking if people are sleeping on you or thinking it is that it's a form of procrastination. And here's why. There's, there's so many things that you could be doing to help increase your odds and increase your chances of being successful. You just have to go do it. Even if things aren't selling, your email list is spotty, even if all those things are what they are, what's most important is that you keep yourself moving. This is like the single most important thing that I think is useful and, and valuable to your life you must keep moving you have to continue to go on continue to strive continue to fight and claw to progress otherwise 
you're going to run into that brick wall of comparison and lack and fearful thinking over and over and over again. So that's all I wanted to share with you guys for now. I appreciate you so much for listening to this podcast. As always, um, if you want to get in touch with me, hit me up on social media at Agent26Official. And I will be back next week to talk to you guys again. Peace.